This isn't for your eyes. Greatest episode of the Groovy Ghoulies podcast. Groovy Ghoulies. Groovy Ghoulies podcast. As always, I am your host, Mr. Reese Griffiths, and as always, I am joined by Mr. David White. Hello. Here we are, another episode. Hey. Uh, slight change from our Universal Monsters bit. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be discussing what could potentially be. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we're going to be discussing a film. <laughs> <laughs> it could potentially be a film. Uh, uh, that's <laughs> we're going to be discussing what could potentially be a very divisive, divide this, 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 divisive. I can't fucking speak that one. Yeah, yeah. where some people are going to love it, some people are going to hate it. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to be discussing <laughs> Greasy Strangler. Yes. But before we get into whether it's a piece of shit or whether it's one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> Let's get into our usual fluff. Let's do it. How's it going, Dave? Not too bad. Not too bad. Yourself? Not too shabby. Good, good. Uh, you been up to anything interesting lately? Uh, not since the last episode, really. Just um, watched some TV. Uh, we had another video pub call, obviously, which you're aware about. Um, yeah. With Andy Kelly and Madam Mim, which was lots of fun again. Um, yeah, I've not been out and did much, really. I mean, pubs opened back up on Monday, didn't they? This Monday yep. gone. So um, we haven't really ventured out to a pub since then, to be fair. Um, yep. We are going to, we are planning on doing that on the 29th. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, it's more making plans at the minute rather than actually doing anything, you know? Yeah. I'm still a bit on the fence about like jumping too far ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I know like pubs are open, open yeah. to go in and sit in and stuff. Yeah. But I'm still sort of inclined to, outdoors yeah 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 definitely. um sort of booking a table having your time slot so it's a bit more controlled yeah, yeah. um yeah cinemas are open again yeah um uh, you you keen to get stuck in a sweaty box room with people watching films again or i mean i'm on the train sort of mostly every day so i'm already stuck stuck in a sweaty sweaty <laughs> team people so i mean the cinema is not going to be that different is it really I was thinking about this, and I was like, well, cinemas are open, but what's actually out? Like, yeah, there's yeah, been, yeah. like, a hold for ages about stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm guessing they're going to be chucking, like, Godzilla and Kong, yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. Um, You've got Bond, Black Widow. Mm, yeah. Uh, Quiet Place 2. Yeah. 
Did you watch A Quiet Place? I did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what did you think? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm keen to check out the second one, for sure. Mm, Yeah. Uh, Maybe... Did did John Cranston die in the first one? Uh, John Krasinski. Krasinski, yeah, well... Yeah. Cranston. Cranston, yeah. I don't know where that came from. Um, yes, he did. Huh. Spoilers, in case you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's a bit late, but... Yeah, yeah. Gonna do. Um, yeah, it's been out for, like, I yeah. don't know how many years. Yeah, it's your fault you don't watch it by this point. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, and yet he's in the second one. So I don't, don't really understand how that works. I think it's like flashbacks, isn't it? Uh, so it's like before yeah. the... That makes sense. I think with this one, they're trying to tie in various bits and pieces. Right. So it's the current family during the monster, yeah. alien, whatever the fuck they are, invasion, yeah, filling you in with a bit of backstory to pad it out a bit. Mm. Yeah. So I think they would have struggled to try and do the same thing twice. Yeah. 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 Um, so, but no, I'm well keen to yeah, see I'm that. Play, yeah, definitely. Cool. See if anybody else is uh, keen. There's Halloween kills that on there. Yes. Speaking of Halloween kills, uh, for the love of horror, we've got our tickets. Yes. Yeah. We're definitely going. Yeah. Um, And so Halloween kills comes out that weekend. So I think there's like plans underway for us to potentially. I think we're going up on the Friday. Yeah. And then potentially watch Halloween kills on the Friday. Yeah. Which would be pretty fucking sweet because I'm well up for that. Yeah, totally. Um and then yeah, con Saturday back Sunday. Sweet. Um yeah, yeah, no. yeah, definitely. Uh if you listen to the podcast and see us at the con, come say hello, yeah. I'll have a sticker for you. Yes. Yeah, and I won't stickers. be weird about it. I'll just be all like, Hey, how's it going? Thanks for listening to the podcast. Here's a sticker. I'll try <laughs> not to get all like just turn around and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, it's going to go one or two ways, isn't it? I'm either going to get like too friendly, yeah, or yeah, I have a difficult uh, time sort of gauging when uh, I'm being too friendly. I guess it all depends on how many beers you've had at that point. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, knowing how much Zombie Kelly drinks, yeah, um, I am somewhat concerned <laughs> that I might not make the car. Maybe flatter by maybe flatter by midday. Like. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there Friday. You're two yeah. hours later. I'm going to be in a coma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll turn into Menace Griff first, and then you'll, then you'll pass <laughs> Little out. Menace Griff running around the con on yeah. Saturday. Because, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but there's, like, levels of drunk with Griff. Like, he's, obviously, they're sober. There's, like, semi-drunk where, you know, he's bantering and I'm going to laugh and stuff like that. And then swiftly turns into Menace Griff, where he's, like, checking cans of people and, like, just trying to, <laughs> just deliberately trying to piss people off. Don't know why. Just Aggie Griff. Yeah, Aggie Griff, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One time that happened, I no, tried to check a several times. Well, the camping, yeah. <laughs> I've seen Menace Griff several times, but the camping. Yeah, Menace, yeah. Menace Griff comes out yeah. quite a lot. Yeah. But then it, it quickly, there's just as quickly as it switches to Menace Griff, it also switches to like Fall Asleep Griff. Throwing up and Fall Asleep Griff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, okay, I'm done now. <laughs> I've pissed um, off my quarter of people for today and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Right, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> else deal with this shit. I need a nap. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm well keen for that. Looking forward to bumping into some people. Yeah, man. Saying hello. Yep. And getting uh, stickers yeah. finally. Because we had the stickers some for stickers. Like, two years. <laughs> yeah, we've had them for a while. Yeah. And we've given um, up maybe three. 
yeah, I've given out a couple. I've sent some to people and done oh, small bits and pieces. So they, 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 there's not as much as there was. Yeah, it's gone down. <laughs> I've down a few yeah. stickers. Uh, the business cards, on the other hand, we still got a fuck ton of those. <laughs> well, you know, we can add some other can't we? Yeah, exactly. I might just, you know, discreetly like leave them lying around or like just as we're walking past, people drop them in their bags of goodies that they purchased. Like a, like a reverse pickpocket. <laughs> yeah. Just planting yeah, yeah. business cards. Um, yeah, no, I'm well looking forward to that and shifting some stickers and saying hello. Yeah, man, totally. Uh, have you been watching anything of um, any. Have you been up to anything area? before we go into that? Uh, what, sorry? Have you been up to anything before we go into that? Can do. No, I mean, have you been up to anything? Ah, oh. <laughs> hang on. Let me just check my fucking headphones are plugged in. I'm like, am I what? <laughs> Who can't do? Yes. <laughs> Try talking again. Check my mic a minute. Uh, is it working? Yeah, I could hear you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, what have I been up to? I have not been up to a lot. Uh, mostly watching movies. Uh, I've been playing some Zombie Army 4 on my own because that's how you know we play games <laughs> on our own, yeah. Totally, we were part of that like older crew. Um, no, mm. I decided to like I was gonna sample the campaign and like I've blitzed the campaign and I bought when it first came out, I bought the gold edition, so I had the season pass, yeah. Well, then when they give it away for free, they had second season pass on sale, so I bought that. Yeah. So I've got all the DLC to work through. Nice. And they've also just released the third season pass, oh, okay. which I haven't picked up yet. But So I finished the campaign, and now I'm trying to work my way through all the DLC campaign. Yeah, um, yeah I'm enjoying that. Outside of that, not a great deal. I was going to go out and pot around and do some stuff, but I don't know. I'm just not quite mentally there yet. <laughs> That's fair enough. Still, still a bit scary outside, I reckon. Yeah. Well, them COVID's about. Yeah. Bastard. <laughs> so, what have you been watching, man? Uh, let's have a look at my IMDb, IMDb letterboxed list. <laughs> Things I've seen in 2021. I'm currently at 134 films this year. Nice. Yeah, not too shabby. Yeah. Considering, like, I'm not watching anywhere near as much, or I don't feel like I'm watching anywhere near as much as I was watching. Yeah. Um, what did we watch? Uh, Split Second. That was pretty interesting. Okay. Uh, how it's set in, like, London in the future, where global warming's a thing and the ice caps are melted and the water levels are raised. Yeah. And there's some weird murderer going around killing people and Rutger Hauer's there with like this ridiculous <clears throat> something like six hundred and something rounds a minute shotgun. shotgun. Like not like a machine gun, yeah. shotgun. Okay. Shotgun the fires like six hundred rounds a fucking minute. Nice. Um yeah, it looks pretty fucking badass <laughs> to be fair. Uh, split second was good. I finally watched Rosemary's Baby. Oh, okay. What did you make of that? Seen it before? Yeah, seen Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Um, I read the book mm. before I saw it, so I knew yeah. what was going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no man, it was fucking good. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I know it's like considered a classic, but I got a bit of a Roman Polanski's a bit of a sketchy yeah. character, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I don't really like. I don't know. Wanna. Yeah. So be associated with him 
and his stuff, which I know is really fucking bizarre because <laughs> it's not like friends. <laughs> but there's that whole consuming the media of some sketchy character. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Roman Polanski, dodgy as fuck. Yeah. So I put it off pages, but I really like that. Yeah, Rosemary's Babe is awesome. Um, I also watched uh, Man from Deep River. Right. <laughs> I watched this one uh, while talking to Madam Mim about it. We did like a group watch thing, yeah. text while watching it. Mm. And uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I hadn't seen it before. Yeah. And uh, didn't realize quite how much uh, animal cruelty is actually featured in the film. Right. I mean, these, these Italian cannibal films are usually plenty of blood and guts, yep. like really close blood and guts, yeah. naked people running around, yeah. and sometimes some animal cruelty. Um, this had a lot, like a hell of a lot. Um, and Madam Mim being vegan is somewhat... Uh, Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't find the right way to say it. Yeah, not a fan. I mean, I'm not a fan. Yeah, no. But uh, yeah, but she's really you know, not a fan. She's really not a fan. Yeah. So I did feel a bit bad, for, you know, going through that one. Um, and then the other one that I watched for the first time that I thought was really fucking good was Stage Fright, okay. also known as Aquarius. Um, it's a slasher where there's like a theatre group uh, rehearsing for a play um, for a show of some description and this nutter gets in and starts taking them out one by one. They can't get out because the doors are locked and the keys are missing and blah, 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 blah. It goes on for me. Uh, but no, that was really cool. Yeah. Sweet. What about yourself? I'm watching anything of any merit? Um, not film-wise, no. Um, we're on the second season of Snowpiercer now. Right. Which is... All right. Um, I did start watching Justin Roiland, you know, the guy from, guy, one of the guys who made Rick and Morty. Yeah. His new thing, um, what's it called? Uh, Solar Opposites. That's it. I was yeah. going to say something. Something. I was going to say something. Well, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, something. <laughs> Solar Opposites. Mm. Yeah, is it any good? Nah. Not really. <laughs> Bit too tame. It's not just, it's not that. I think I'm just sick of Rick and Morty, to be fair. And the lead yeah. character is just Rick in a different body. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's all right. It's, it's, if you're still into Rick and Morty, I'm sure you've got to kick out of it, like. But yeah, I've, I think I dropped off that bandwagon a while ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's one of those things where, like, when it first came out, yeah. I was so excited for yeah. Rick and Morty because I just thought it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah first <clears> two seasons, like. But like, Again, it's one of those things where it just becomes... I don't want to sound like a fucking arsehole, like, oh, well, it's become cool, so I don't like it. I liked it before it was cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I still like Rick and Morty, and I still watch it, but it's definitely not... The, uh, season four in particular didn't really, like, yeah, no. work for me. No. Um, I'll still watch it, and I still intend to watch Solar Opposites. Yeah. But... Um, I think it was the same thing with Family Guy. Like when Family Guy came out, I really liked it. Mm. And then it was just everywhere. Everybody yeah. was like Family Guy t-shirts, Family Guy fucking yeah. bobbleheads. I mean, uh, at that point then, you'd like pandering to a larger audience, you know? Yeah. You have to be sort of less, don't say edgy, but you know what I mean? Like less 
out there than you could be if you were pandering to a smaller audience, maybe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I, I yeah, I'm interested in watching it for sure. Yeah, like I say, sorry, it's it's, uh, it's not great, but it's good just to fill the time, you know. Isn't it on like fucking Disney Plus of yeah, all places? It is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much is Disney Plus these days? I think it's six quid a month. Yeah. I was talking to the kids and I was like, okay, we're going to have to like, I can't be paying out mega bucks for all these fucking TV streaming things. And I'm really pissed off that Amazon, not Amazon, Netflix charge as much as they do for a fucking HD account. Yeah, yeah. Like not even the fucking 4K account, just a fucking HD account. Yeah. It's like 12 quid a month. Yeah, yeah. So what do I get for that? I get to stream some fucking telly when I'm on. Cool. For eight quid a month on Amazon, I get a fucking shit ton of stuff. For a fiver a month on Arrow Player, I get all my culty fucking goodness. Yeah. For 12 quid a month on fucking Netflix, my kids get to watch fucking SpongeBob SquarePants and fucking Paw Patrol. Yeah. Yeah. So like, we're paying like 14 quid a month for Netflix. I think that's the 4K. The 4K. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's six quid a month for Disney. Yeah. Plus, again, I think Disney's covers, that six quid covers your 4K, doesn't it? As far as I'm aware, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It is, yeah. Netflix, you're grabbing fucking bastards. Yeah. Um, it's not like I mean, you haven't got like a... F- there's some good stuff on there. Like, you know, they've got all the X-Files on there. And... Oh, Disney Plus now, yeah. Yeah, Disney Plus, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, all the X-Files on there. There's a few good, like, adult shows on there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I asked the kids. I said about, you know, do you want Disney Plus or Netflix? Mm-hmm. And they all just looked at me and just like, Netflix? I said, oh, you fucking savages. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, I'll do it. See what's what. I mean, uh, six quid a month's not that bad, is it, you know? It's not like the... No, especially if I, like, stop buying fucking all-day breakfast sandwiches for breakfast in the co-op, I'll be just, laughing. Just buy one less Blu- Blu-ray a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to have to cut back on that as well, I think. Oh. I am running out of space. <laughs> There's just, yeah. I'm at that point now where, like, I've got to kind of filter stuff out. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, well, if I get rid of, for example, let's have a quick look in my, like, not-so-good corner where we got something fucking dodgy. Uh, I can't fucking see all the way over there. <clears throat> what have we got under there? Something I'm not fucking bothered about. Okay, cool. Let's say I get rid of spring breakers, right? Right. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Spring Breakers. I think it's all right. Yeah. But if I get rid of it and I want to watch it again mm. at any point for some reason, yeah, I have to buy it again. Yeah. If then, I want to stream it and it's not streaming anywhere and I got to rent it, I'm gonna have to pay almost as much as it would cost me to buy it. Yeah. But then, like you just said, you don't, you know, you're not a big fan of it. Yeah. So in what scenario would you think <laughs> I really want to watch this film? I don't really like. <laughs> Yeah. If I went through the vast majority of my collection <laughs> and decided, well, this was kind of all right, yeah. I'd probably end up with like fucking 10 or 12 Blu-rays left. <laughs> Most of what I got is kind of all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I take that back. I've got loads of cool shit. I am yeah. one cool cat when it yeah, comes to films. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously. That's all I do. I don't go anywhere. I've got no friends. I just buy Blu-rays. Maybe like come up with like a rating system for each Blu-ray and like anything underscore underscore a five 
Okay, gotta yeah. go. Like, well, yeah, we could potentially go in the in the get rid of file, you know. Yeah, I think when it gets to a point where I definitely can't fit anything else in, like and tidy as well, because it's got to be tidy. Yeah. I've got to have the stuff like I can't can't be stacking, double stacking, yeah. and fucking oh god no, it's got to be like single file across the shelf. Oh, That's savage. it. <laughs> yeah, we're not not, not a fucking animal. <laughs> got to have some order amongst the chaos. The rest of my house can look like a shit tip yeah. as long as my films are organised appropriately on the shelves. Yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> total sense. Um, yeah. Just get rid of your fifteen copies of Ratman. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I just got to find people that want a copy of Ratman. It's just very hard. <laughs> Set my fire. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do it. I can't. I, I. The more I think about it, the more I think I like Ratman. <laughs> I mean, given the context of some of the other shit we watched, then yeah, maybe it's not so bad. But I think right. <clears throat> so. Uh, been talking about potentially doing this whole uh, the cinema up by me. They do you can rent out the cinema and put it on like a screening of like some stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe doing like a all nighter of like horror movies or whatever. I've been trying to get in touch with the cinema, but obviously they've been shut. Yeah. But I'm thinking of sneaking Ratman in. I mean, that'll really blow people's fucking minds. Right? So we start off with like something really good. Yeah. Like, I don't know, uh, fucking intruder or something, right? Yeah. And then you, like, okay, you start to wind it down a bit. So you go for something maybe not quite as good as intruder. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, the third feature, you throw in Ratman. And people are all like, what the fuck is going to come after this? What the fuck was that? What the fuck are we watching next? We've gone from really good to mediocre yeah. to fucking terrible. Yeah. And then, bang, you smash in another fucking amazing film. I blow everybody's minds. They're like, what the fuck's going on? He's playing with my emotions. You manipulator of emotions, you. Yes. Um, yeah, no, that's a good idea. Um, I can't say I'm completely on board with the Ratman thing, but. Well, if you know Ratman's coming, you can just go out and smoke yeah, for a fucking hour and, and a half. half. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a bar there? <laughs> they got, they got bar. They'll have a, they got beer there. So you probably just buy a cider and fucking sit in the lobby. <laughs> you coming back? No, nah, man. Yeah. No. Give her an hour. <laughs> I've seen this one before. I'm, like, I'm quite is, all right. Where I am. This is more than enough. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah. What have you been reading? Oh, I know what you've been reading because we're doing a book club. We are. Yeah. A book club. Yeah, done that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I finished it today. I had like a hundred pages to go. Like I tried to get it done last night and I just fell asleep. So uh, hundred pages this morning. Boosh. Done. So the book for this episode, I was going to say week, but I'm trying really hard not to say week. The book for this episode, book club, was Richard Lehman's One Rainy Night. Yep. I'm saying that right? I've just fucking finished it, but I can't think what the fuck it was called from when I was having a mind wipe. Um, okay, so we haven't read Richard Lehman before, no? No. Nope. Uh, would you read Richard Lehman again? I would, yeah. Yeah, I quite enjoy One, One Rainy Night. It was, uh, um, I think it moved along at quite a quite a good pace, you know. I think Richard Lehman is absolutely fucking perfect for this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, on the front of One Ringy Night, there's a thing, a uh, quote from Stephen King saying that, you know, if you've missed Richard Lehman, you've missed out. I mean, there's a quote from Stephen King on every horror book, let's be honest. <laughs> Most horror books, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, 
for me, this bear in mind, this is the first fucking Richard Lehman book I've read. Yeah. I've got more hope in this guy than I've currently got in I say hope. Hope's not the right word. Um I'm getting a bit fucking bitchy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've got I think he shows more promise, promise to cater yeah. to my preferences. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally, yeah. I think that's a nice way of putting it yeah, yeah. than Stephen King has at the mm. moment. Yeah. Um, because this thing is, it reads like a fucking trashy horror movie. Yeah, it does, yeah. Which is exactly what I want. Yeah. It's fucking spooky. It's yeah. fucking gross. Yeah. Um, it moves along at a fucking brisk pace. Yeah, yeah. Like, even the plot. So the plot is like, it's so fucking, oh, there's rain, but it's black rain, and yeah. it makes people crazy, yeah. right? You're all like, oh, that sounds a bit shit. But it's so, it works then, so like, well. That's set up as well in the first, what, 10, 20 pages? Yeah, it's and like the opening fucking no, gambit. Yeah, like, there's no fucking about. It's just in and then moves along at a great pace and then ends. Yeah. And yeah, it's great. Like, there's no lengthy explanations for anything. It's just, and there's like these short bursts of violence. So the yeah. entire thing, they can be like calm and then like really something really fucking violent happens and it's calm again. And then, yeah, and it just moves along. Like, oh, it's great. Yeah, I thought it was fucking great. Um, I, I think the style, like I said, definitely caters to the kind of thing that I want to read for a horror yeah. writer. Yeah. Um, again, it's only the first one, so maybe we got fucking <laughs> lucky. Yeah. Um, but maybe not. I'll have to ask. Uh, uh, let me just double check who it was. Make sure I get a name right. I'll have to ask uh, Reckless Redhead on Instagram because she was the one who recommended the book to us. Yeah. Um, and I'll have to see what else she recommends by Richard Lehman. Yeah. Um, but yes, this is a solid fucking thumbs up for me for yeah. sure. Yeah, I'd recommend it totally. Cool. Um, for our next book club book, um, I was trying to think of something that we both might have that could do with reading. Um, I've obviously got Clive Barker's Books of Blood. Yeah, I've got that. Do I could guess, um, guess the like first three volumes? Yeah. Again, I think that might be a. Uh, it's quite a chunky. I don't think it's a two week turnaround. No. But maybe we'll do like the volumes. So volume okay, yeah. one, two, and three. Yeah, that's good. And that's set up for the next fucking three episodes. Yeah, that's all right. Gives everybody plenty of time to fucking read it. Um, yeah. Cool. Love that. Magic. Here we are. Next one we're going to dip into. A bit of fucking Clive Barker. Yeah. Good old Clive Barker. Oops. There's a quote from Stephen King in his books too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something about him being the future of horror. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he Whoops. showed promise as well, didn't he? Yeah. He did, yeah. He did. Promise. I got so much fucking Clive Barker to read. Just unreal. <laughs> um, playlist. Let's talk about the playlist. Yeah, yeah. We've got a new playlist, obviously, because we do every every fortnight. So this well, this episode's playlist is called, as you can guess, Groovy Coolie <laughs> Tunes, 18 slash 05. And I started off, I thought, oh, I'm going to go like, not weird, but, you know, I'm going to go a bit like alternative with this. I'm going to check some Holy Molar on there, Mel Banana, Hella, Lightning Bolt. And then I just got, I, I just dipped back into the death metal. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to couldn't that help now. yourself I couldn't help it yeah and a bit of grindcore on there as well um, so yeah the two tracks I will talk about are going to be um, FBS by Goto two of my favourites um, FBS stands for Fucked by Satan um, nice. yeah it's a hell of a tune man <laughs> and Goto Live are fucking fantastic a while ago both me and Griff used to write 
for an online magazine called Noise, right? Um, both fairly short-lived in our writing careers. <laughs> but, uh, I was given a task, right, to go and interview Goto. They were playing in Cardiff and Welsh Club, and they said, "Oh, we can set you up with like with a meet with a with a lead singer. You just go in and interview him. You got a, like a press pass into the um, into the gig." And it was Goto and Dying Fetus, right? So great, yeah, I'll do that. So met up with a guy, went into the Weatherspoons opposite the uh, Welsh Club, and I had this little like Zoom recorder, right? Check down the desk, hit record, <clears throat> did the interview. It was great, guys. Guy's amazing, you know. Um, went to the gig, that was all fine. Come out the gig, thought, right, I'll just check this recording. And I didn't get fucking any of it. <laughs> Literally none of it. So then I had to almost like make up this fucking interview with this guy. Like I put it off writing that article for fucking ages. Just because I couldn't bring myself to write something like... You might be really, misquoting. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Accidentally mm. make him out to be like some kind of Nazi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did go from I I only sort of wrote the things I could remember. You know, I didn't yeah. I didn't make anything up like, but uh, it was a fairly short interview. It's <laughs> not ideal. And uh, the next one I'll talk about is Candy Gun by Melt Banana. Uh, we saw Melt Banana fairly recently in the last like two years, didn't we? Yeah, Bristol. Bristol, yes, and they were fucking amazing. And it's uh, it's a two two person group, um, a lady singer and a dude on a drum machine. No, he was, was he on guitar and she was on drum machine. I can't yeah, remember. I think he was on the guitar. Yes, he was on various right. bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah, to be yeah. fair, and she yeah. had that funny little controller in her hand that was doing all sorts of weird shit. Yeah, yeah, the drum machine. Yeah, and fuck me, they were so good. <laughs> uh, yes, they're a bit of a weird one, bit of an odd, odd band. But yeah, they well worth checking out. Like. Yeah, they were they were a band that again years and years and years ago when I started like dipping into some weird shit. Yeah. Somebody recommended them and I was like, Whoa, these guys are fucking Woo yeah. And they they keep touring and they're not a band I listen to regular, but when they come up that they were touring, it was yeah. like, dude, should we go watch Mel Banana for you know shits yes. and giggles? The good old days. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, they fucking blew me away. It was yeah. insane. They were so good. Didn't was that the gig the pervert supported? Yes. Yeah, pervert played first. Yeah, they were fucking awesome as well. <laughs> <laughs> My tracks this week. Okay, let's have a look what I put on the playlist. Um, so I've been a bit of a miserable prick for the last couple of weeks. Um, and most of my songs, I think, reflect that. So I've got a song called Fucking Isn't Cheating, I Don't Give a Fuck, Now I'm Pissed, Fuck You, I'm Free, See You Later, Fuck Face, Don't Say Fuck. <laughs> it's quite a few yeah, I fuck no- songs going <laughs> I on. I had noticed the theme until you mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to pick um, Gay for Johnny Depp. Yes. Uh, fucking isn't cheating. Because yeah. Gay for Johnny Depp are insanely good. Yeah. Like, I really dig Gay for Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those like really fucking shocking moments where they played Cardiff one time. Um, and I went and I think they played must have been Welsh Club or Barfly, it's yeah. going back that fucking long ago. Yeah, and it was basically fucking dead because somebody else was like playing the fucking motor point or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like 
this is in so, this is so disrespectful <laughs> to gay for Johnny Depp. This place should be packed to the fucking rafters. This yeah. band is amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you haven't had gay for Johnny Depp, yeah, we saw check them in, uh, in download as well, didn't we? Yeah, that was insane as yeah, well. That like, was awesome. Middle of a fucking skate park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, um, awesome. that was fucking great fun. And the second track I'm going to recommend off my playlist is uh, a song called Don't Say Fuck by Electric Eel Shark, um, which is <laughs> like, uh, if I remember correctly, like a Japanese punk, funk, rocky band. Right. Um, and it's a song about trying not to say fuck. Don't say fuck. It's a bad word. Yeah. And it's fucking great. A wholesome message. Um, yeah, exactly. One I need to be reminded of occasionally. Um, but yeah, playlist is up on Spotify. Um, I will link it in our Instagram account again, just in case anybody wants to check it out. Uh, and now for everybody's favourite part, uh, Instagram filler. Instagram filler. Um, so Instagram filler. gets better every time. <laughs> it's getting like really tricky. I'm trying to think of like things to ask to engage people but there's only so many times you can sort of reword what's your favorite horror movie yeah, yeah. um so if you've got questions maybe we'll do a live like a live q a maybe we'll like ask us anything one of those things yeah uh, and we'll just bring the questions in that might be a bit easier to sort of do than trying to think of something interesting to ask because i'm really not that capable of asking interesting questions i don't think um <laughs> okay so this week's question this week i did it again this mm. fucking week this episode's question was uh favorite horror favorite horror kill favorite kill in a horror movie right do you have a particular death that brings you hang on i gotta be careful how i wear this joy, yeah. There... <laughs> joy. yeah exactly is there is there a particular scene where Something a particular yeah, yeah, for whatever reason. There's a couple, man. This one's not necessarily from a horror film. This one's from Bone Tomahawk. It's the guy being split in half. Nice. Because that one, I think, is one of the most visceral things I've ever seen in a film. It's fucking horrible. It's absolutely fucking savage. <laughs> yeah. Um, or the mother in Hereditary chopping her own head off. Yeah, that's pretty fucking grim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... For mine, I think one of the ones that like sticks with me the most. So there's kind of two. They're like really. They're not necessarily like um, overly gory or anything, mm. but I think they're the ones that had like the most impact on me when I saw them. Yeah. And the first one will be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. When we first see Leatherface, he rips the fucking door back. The guy's standing there, and he just fucking clubs him on the head. Yeah. The guy falls to the floor, his legs all fucking spazzing out, kicking away, and Leatherface just drags him away and shuts the fucking door. Yeah. Like, it's so simple. It's just a hammer to the head kill. Yeah. But, like, oh, my God, it, like, sets up all this fucking stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the second one will probably be, I think, um, Dawn of the Dead, mm. where... I'm trying to think now whether I'm getting confused with Day of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead. Because it happens in Day of the Dead as well. No, it happens in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, it happens in both. I'm just trying to picture which one I like the most. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> no, Dawn of the Dead, because I remember I got to rent it as a kid. 
Mm. I say as a kid, I was about 12, yeah. 14, maybe at a push, um, and asked my dad about what films to get. And I think he recommended checking it out, of all things. <laughs> yeah. I, he might have just been like, I don't even know if he's actually watched it. He might have just been all like, oh, this one looks scary. There we are. Come on, fuck off. I want to go. Uh, yeah. uh, but there's a scene in the mall where the zombies pull off one of the bikers off the bike yeah. and they tear open his stomach and start yeah. pulling out all his guts and eating them. Yeah. Um, when I saw that for the first time ever, that fucking blew my mind. <laughs> just this guy fucking screaming on the floor yeah. as these zombies are just like helping themselves to his insides. I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, let's see what our Instagram people got to say. Yeah. Okay, Am Heat seventy six said a recent one that sticks in mind is the poor bastard in the beer suit in Midsummer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty have... fucking. Yeah. Uh... You don't have an easy time, did you? No. Uh, Mark Griffiths eighty six says not a horror, but always enjoy Judge Doom getting flattened at the end of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh yeah. That's pretty fucking brutal for it like is, a yeah. kids' film. Yeah, it's like it a slow steamroll. Yeah, yeah. It's fairly fucking horrible. Um, uh, Walking with the Night says Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003, Chainsaw Kills, or The Collection, where they are slowly crushed in club. Um, I haven't seen The Collection, I don't no, think. Neither. So that sounds like maybe one to check yeah. out. Yeah, totally. Um, Madam Mim uh, says Bone Tom Hawk getting sliced in half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this one that kind of sticks with you, really. It's like, it's not pleasant, yeah. is it? And also hereditary. Um, but the sister again decapitated by the lamppost. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and, I, I get that because it just comes out of nowhere, doesn't it? You know? Yeah, and it's just that sound, just yeah. that fucking thunk. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost uh, like that. <laughs> just like that I'm going to get this editing software sorted I'm going to get that bit and I'm just going to do the audio I'm just going to like we'll set it all up it's going to run all the way through and then right when that happens just <laughs> yep done. I don't need to do any more ever again I am peaked yeah yeah it's been Magnus um, Magnus Opus and then the third entry from Madam Mim as well, one that came through just before we started recording, mm. was um, in the 13 Ghosts, right. where uh, one of the ghosts is a rather well-equipped woman who's yeah. walking around with her breasts out. Um, and one of the guys basically gets like cut in half with like a pane of glass. It falls down between him and you see him like slide down the glass. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, and Morbid Die says, uh, Boyd's upper half getting stuck on the lawnmower in Brain Dead is probably one of the most fun. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> can't argue there. No, definitely not. And the Merman kill in Cabin in the Woods. Okay, uh, have we seen Cabin in the Woods? Years ago, man, I literally can't remember anything about it. Yeah, the Merman yeah. kill is pretty fucking brutal. Because hmm. uh, there's like a running joke about like the guy wants to, the Merman to come out. And the older gentleman who works is like, if you've ever seen them, they're scary as fuck. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a very good kill. Mm. Awesome. Nice. Well, there we are. Thank you once again for filling out our Instagram. Fill a bit. Yeah. For filling up like five minutes of jibber jabber. Yeah. Um, I think next one I'll do, I'll just ask you guys to, if you've got anything you want to ask us, and we'll go from there. Cool. It might open the floor to some interesting discussions. Yeah, right. Like just be full of fucking nonsense. Like, would you rather have 
penis fingers or fingers for penis is peni penis. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you be able to pee at the finger? I'm guessing you'd have to. Yeah. If you swap it out, it's got to function the same way, hasn't it? Yeah. Like I wouldn't have thought if you had penises for fingers that you'd get erect fingers because then it'd be really hard to operate stuff. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, you yeah. just like you can't close, you can't make a fist just because yeah, your no, fingers you're... are fucking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, raging bonus. bonus. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing it'd have to be like they operate the same. They just, yeah, you know, look different. Look different. Yeah, it's yeah. like dangly dicks on the end of your fingers, yeah. and they're just a finger that, like, I don't know. Operates how would way. a finger go flaccid? Would it just like curl up? Well, yeah, you'd be. And then, yeah, you'd just fucking curl yeah. up, and then Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I realize that works really well in audio format. But, I'll just yeah. put it up on Instagram once we do like. <laughs> The post, <laughs> yeah. Timestamp for this. Once you put the episode on, yeah. Timestamp it yeah. for future reference. Uh, for podcast reference, fucking a fucking blah 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 blah. Appendix A. This timestamp. This is this what is flaccid, relevant. This is what the flaccid <laughs> finger penis would look like. Yes, uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see what we get. We could get some nothing and Instagram fill up and fucking die, or we might get some really cool questions. Yeah. Um, and I think that rounds up our babbling for a bit to fill out the fucking episode. Let's get into Greasy Strangler, is it? Do it. Right, so before we get into the film, um, I'd just like to say that I'm, this is going to be a very spoiler heavy because I want to get into this one. You know, I want to talk about it. I, I want to give a spoiler warning up front because didn't I spoil something for somebody recently? Uh, yeah, I think that was Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apologies you for dropped that. like a reveal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't mean to, so yeah, apologies for that. But yeah, this is going to be very spoiler heavy. So if you haven't seen Greasy Strangler, like stop the episode now, go and watch it, and then come back to it. So just in case you're on the fence about watching this, right? So before we get into spoiler territory, yeah. it's a solid thumbs up from me. I mean, so there's two solid thumbs up. If any of the stuff we've talked about in the past that we've said is worth watching and you've watched and enjoyed, go watch it before we fucking talk about it. Otherwise, it is going to be. Somewhat ruined. Yeah, yeah. So, released in 2016, uh, directed by a Jim Hosking, and written by Toby Harvard and Jim Hosking. Um, and the production company is Spectavision. Um, and it's the company that Elijah Wood runs with somebody else. Elijah Wood, he's a weird people. fucking critter. Yes, but obviously the guys behind Mandy, uh, Daniel isn't real, a colour out of space, and all that good stuff. And a girl walks home alone at night, which is awesome. It stars Michael St. Michaels as Big Ronnie. Sky Big Alaba. Ronnie. Big Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> Sky Alabar, if that's his name, if that's how you pronounce it, as Big Braden. Elizabeth DeRazzo as Janet, and a bunch of other people. Bunch of other people. Yeah, so basically, Big Ronnie is uh, the father of Big Brandon. Braden, sorry, Brandon. Um, Braden is probably in his fucking late 30s, easy 40s yeah, yeah. in this, and is living with his dad. Uh, it's really difficult one to set up the sort of premise slash storyline because... 
there's kind of a loosely yeah there's not much of a plot going on there somebody's going around murdering people yeah. and is known as the greasy strangler yeah. um but the only person that's... To, the only person to mention the greasy strangler throughout the first hour of the film is the greasy <laughs> strangler himself yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the film opens with um uh, big ronnie is uh, in bed and big Braden comes to bring him a cup of coffee and Big Ronnie is like pissing him on and there's not enough grease in the coffee. Grease in, it, yeah. oh, wow. like grease in the coffee. Um Yeah, I don't know, man. I like I like my food. Yeah, I yeah. like to eat a lot of different stuff. I quite happy to eat a steak and uh, yeah, other yeah. bits and pieces. Yeah. But one thing I don't really want my food to be doing is swimming in grease. After the grease in this man is fucking horrible. There's, <laughs> it's very rare that a film can make me go, ooh, ooh, you know what I mean? And this it's... one did several times. Like when he dips a hot dog in grease. <laughs> oh my God, I, I literally knew through it. And like when he's rubbing grease over a grapefruit. Yeah. Oh, wow. We'll come back to the erotic grapefruit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, big Braden brings a Big Ronnie a cup of coffee, and uh, Big Ronnie wants some. Asks why don't people put grease in coffee? And he says to his son, uh, "You probably think I'm pretty weird. You probably think I'm the greasy strangler." <laughs> he says Which, to like four or five different people throughout the film, people, and he's the only person I can mention. It. Uh, nobody else mentions the no. Greasy Strangler or, like, suspects that he might be the Greasy Strangler. Um, but, yeah, the, so as the, the film sort of progresses, Big Ronnie and Big Braden are essentially disco tour yes, guides. Yes, disco tour, yeah. Um, and I think they're just bullshit artists. Yeah. Like, I think they're just making it up as yeah. they go along. I don't think any of the stuff they say actually happens. No. Um, but they have a uh, tour group, and the, the some of the members in the tour group get somewhat upset because the flyer suggested they get a free drink, and there is no free drink, and they start demanding their free drink. <laughs> they end up having this really bizarre fucking argument. Um, bearing in mind, all the while they're arguing. Big Braden and Big Ronnie are wearing like pink uh, t-shirts with like pink knitted short shorts, yeah. uh, long like almost knee-length fucking socks, and weird fucking slippers. Um, the love interest in the film, played by uh, Elizabeth De Razo, uh, Janet is also part of the tour, yeah. and takes a shine to Big Braden. Um, they make plans to sort of meet up and go on a date, and <laughs> Big Ronnie's not happy because Big Ronnie, he's a top shagger. <laughs> he <laughs> likes to get laid. Yeah. That's all he sort of talks about. Yeah. Um, and being the greasy strangler and eating grease on his food. Those are like the three things he talks about. I stand corrected. Anyway, the 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 customers go away. They're disgruntled. They go away, and 
in the evening, we pan to the customers of the tour staying at some hotel. <laughs> yeah. And this is the first instance where we get to see the Greasy Strangler. Oh, but before the Greasy Strangler <laughs> turns up, there's this bit where even in context, so out of context, it probably doesn't seem very funny. Yeah. And even in context, depending on what frame of mind you're in, yeah, yeah. it's not very funny. Yeah. But it is definitely... <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For about four mm. minutes, there's this whole back and forth between essentially there's three men, um, one of which has tried to retrieve a packet of paprika flavored chips yeah. from a vending machine. And he's explaining to the other two men how the machine has taken his money but won't give him his chips. Yeah. So now he's out of pocket and out of chips. And that they're ridge chips, and he likes the ridge chips because he likes to lick in between the ridges to get all the dust off. <laughs> One of the other men asks him, what are they made of? And we get this back and forth for, like I said, about four minutes. Four fucking minutes. Uh, the one guy going, uh, I tried to write it down. Let me see what if I can get it right. Porto. What are they made of? Porto. No, what are they made of? Porto. Say that slower. Porto. I don't understand it. Porto. And this goes on for four minutes. For like fucking four minutes. Mm. And I don't know. This fucking magical there. Yeah. Which tickled me no fucking end. Something genius in that that interaction. I don't know why. Uh, like at the time, I remember thinking, "What the fuck am I watching?" And yeah, what the fuck is going yeah. on? But in yeah, hindsight, exactly. it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, well, I was sitting there watching. Like I said, uh, this is the second time for me watching it. But this is the first time you watching it, yeah? yeah. So the first time I watched it, I was watching it, and I was kind of like, "What the fuck am I watching? Is this yeah. supposed to be like about a fucking killer, isn't it?" And I was like, "Is this like one of those like so bad is good movies?" Yeah. But it's not even that. No. It's. It's intentionally like fucking bizarre and yeah. weird, and Trash. the comedy is like, but it's like it's a good, it's specifically trashy. It's yeah, not trashy yeah. by accident. They're no, no, going no. out yeah. of their way, yeah, yeah, to be trashy, like a homage to the like eighties trash. You know, it's fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yes, along comes the greasy strangler, and he proceeds to murder the. <laughs> The first guy he throws through the vending machine. The second guy he punches in the face, and his face just caves in. And it's one of the most fucking genius things I've ever seen in my life. It's amazing. (laughs) Imagine punching like a deflating football. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the thing is, as well, right? So uh, the greasy strangler himself is essentially there's no mistake in him. It's Big Ronnie, just covered Covered from head to toe in grease, bollock naked. With essentially a third arm for a penis, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he just the um, no, it's later he like knocks somebody's eyes out, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, he proceeds to then strangle the gentleman that was complaining about the free drinks. Yeah. So anybody that wrongs Big Ronnie, the greasy strangler comes up yeah. to get revenge. Yeah. Um, once. 
Big Ronnie's got his revenge. The Greasy Strangler's got his revenge. He then goes and gets cleaned up in the only way fucking possible, which is car in a car wash. wash. It's amazing. The scene happens like three, four, five times throughout the entire film, and it's, it's so good because he's like he's there covered in grease and he's screaming with all these like fucking car wash things going on around him, slapping the grease yeah. off. Him. Yeah, and then then he's like in. And like an air blow again, dried off, and he's like, he's fine, he's not coming to this moment. He's far like naked with this fucking massive baby I'm hanging from him to his legs. <laughs> Flapping in the breeze, yeah. the rest of him, like fucking, oh, oh so unreal. And he goes to speak to the blind um, car wash Papa. car wash manager or owner, whatever he is. Oh, so good. <laughs> um, yeah, what have I got? I'm trying to like think we're in terms of storytelling hmm. it's more there's a series of events yeah they're all sort of loosely tie up yeah. um with i say loosely tie up they all tie up with the basically telling of this story yeah. um basically big Braden and his love interest janet they sort of get together and Braden's a virgin um but when him and janet start making out it's hilarious. So the first time they have sex, he's lying down on the bed. Am I doing it right? She's got on top of him and is enjoying herself. And he's just sitting there going, am I doing it right? I am I doing, doing it right? And then she puts her thumb in her mouth. fucking <laughs> lube up her thumb. Just which I imagine for somebody that has got no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> it's quite dramatic. Yeah, totally, yeah. Oh, fuck, um, that seems amazing. So naturally, Brayden is head over heels in love. It's true love. He's never going to meet anybody else quite like it. Especially after thinking about them. <laughs> I missed that bit. What was that? Especially after thinking about them. Yeah, exactly. It's not often that happens on a first yeah. date. Yeah. Um. Big Ronnie is obviously not impressed, though, because Big Ronnie wants to be getting his slice of the pie. <laughs> so Big Ronnie is kind of trying to put the moves to Braden's, uh, Braden's other half. Yeah. Um, she's she's another, first. You know? She's she sort of, yeah, to start with, she's, she's a bit resistant. Yeah, yeah. But Big Ronnie's got some mad skills. Um, there's another bit I'm not sure if that was before this but I just kind of want to cover as well because it's quite juvenile but at the same time I almost wet myself when (laughs) I was watching it Uh, Braden brings his father coffee every morning or breakfast tells him his breakfast is ready and uh, he goes up to see his dad in one particular morning and his dad's all like hey I got something to tell you come here and he's like oh where is it dad He's like, come closer. <laughs> what? What have you got to say? And then all of a sudden, he whips off the fucking covers, legs behind his fucking head, oh, yeah. and farts <laughs> straight at his fucking son. There's something about how old would you say the fucking guy is? He's got to be fucking 60 plus. Oh, at least, yeah, yeah. This 60 plus year old man just whipping his legs up and letting rip. In his boy's face. <laughs> Bearing in mind, cock and balls are all over the fucking mm. shop as well while he's fucking 
I don't know why this was so amusing to me, but I made sure to write it down. Fart jokes, man. Fart jokes are never not funny. (laughs) As long as you're not on the receiving end. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's hilarious. Um, Um, Is it this point where he goes to the hot dog vendor? Yes. uh, Next in my notes, I I tried to make notes, but I did get somewhat distracted. Uh, (laughs) He goes to the hot dog vendor. Um, uh, and he asked the, the Braden's going out on for a meal. For, he's yeah. going out for another date, um, and the hot dog vendor, as uh, sorry, Braden's going out for a meal, like another date with Janet, and tells Big Ronnie that he can't come, um, and the Big Ronnie's going to have to feed himself. Yeah. So Big Ronnie goes to see the hot dog vendor, and the <laughs> hot dog vendor gives him a fucking chili cheese dog. And uh, Big Ronnie's pissed because there's not enough Enough grease. grease. (laughs) So he asks him for some more grease. Uh, Which the hot dog vendor explains that he can't put more grease on it because he could lose his license. And the pair go back and forth bickering. I mean, it's a fair enough argument, you know? Yeah. I mean, I can understand, like, asking for more sauce or a bit more chilli or a bit more cheese. But, like... Who actually like wants grease on their food? Like, um, but uh, Big Ronnie helps himself and like pulls out the grease trap, and you see the liquid grease, and he plunges his hand and his dog. I feel sick thinking about it. Now I worked at McDonald's for a brief stint, and I've had to clean those kind of things out, and they are fucking rancid. They fucking stink. It's fucking horrible. The last thing I want to be doing is fucking eating it. Literally, I'm about to throw up. Fucking horrid. Like, but big he dips this thing in his thick fucking oh, oh. <laughs> horrible grease. Like, what is he doing? I don't know what they use. I don't think it was actual grease no, they no, used. No. Obviously, they must yeah. use something else. But it looks really fucking gross. Yeah. Slimy and fucking. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes, yeah, so the hot dog vendor's really pissed off and shouting at him, but he's run off with his greasy dog and eats it. Um, so the hot dog vendor decides that he's done for the night, retires to his little cabin. Um, but the greasy strangler is really mad. He's pissed. So out he comes right. again. So this guy now, right? He goes back to, and it's like, what is it, a caravan sort of thing, isn't it? You know, it's like a trailer. Yeah, it's one of those like trailers. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to, he goes to take a shit, right? And he opens up that big old window just behind him. <laughs> And then he takes his trousers and sits down for a shit. And then the greasy strangler obviously comes up behind him and starts strangling. If you go for a poo, right, and you open up a window that wide and you've got that, that accessible when you're having a shit, I'm not being funny. On you, the street? Yeah. It's you, on the street, man. You deserve everything you get. <laughs> what the fuck um, are you thinking? You open the window after, after. you've taken yeah, a shit. Exactly, yeah. You know, especially a big window like that. Yeah. I mean, it's going to air out in no time. You could literally, like, you, you could flick him on the back of the head. Yeah, and his back's turned away. Like, uh, even if it was the toilet was the other way, so he was out facing the street, he's opened the window to get a look at what's going on. Yeah, yeah okay, cool. It's a bit weird, yeah. but no problem. Yeah. But he's opened this fucking window open with his back outside. to the street. You know what I mean? He's basically, <laughs> basically taking, taking a shit, a shit outside. in the street. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yes, Greasy Strangler comes up, starts strangling him from behind, strangles him so hard. His eyeballs pop out. Yeah. So he goes into the trailer, picks up the eyeballs, rolls them in some breadcrumbs, 
deep fries the fucking eyeballs and sits there eating them like this little fucking delicacy. Yeah, yeah I. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, we get to next day. Uh, we get to see the car wash scene again. Sorry. So every time we see the greasy strangler, it is followed by the car wash scene. And like the music, and throughout the entire thing, not just car washing. The, the music throughout through it all is just genius. It's, it works so well. And that car wash scene when he's just like the music's player and he's in this car wash screaming. It's so fucking good. <laughs> the soundtrack's really bizarre. Like, I think it really works with the film. It's yeah. so like. Um, it's almost carnival music yeah, yeah, yeah. is the best way I try and describe it. But it's really like electronic y and like um, sort of obscure time yeah, signatures. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's weird carnival music. Yeah. It's not just do, 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 do. it's like. Well, that would have worked as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's the next day. Uh, Braden and Big Ronnie are sort of just finished one of their tours, I think, and we meet a really interesting character called character oh, called Oinka. Oinka, that's the one. <laughs> um, yeah, what the <laughs> fuck is Oinka? <laughs> yeah. It's just some, like, horrible-looking dude with, like, a pig nose. And I don't mean just mean, like, a nose that's been sort of inclined to look a bit like a pig. He's got an actual snout. Or isn't it like a fucking cardboard? It looks like it, but I'm not sure if he was like of a snout. I'm not sure if it was meant to be that, or if he actually sort of had a snout and he was just shitty effects, you know, like did a bit uh, of shitty effects. Well, I think I think it's supposed to be like this cardboard cutout because later on, when Oinger meets his doom, yeah, um, he takes the cardboard snout off. The greasy strangler takes the cardboard snout off to see what's underneath. Yeah. And Oinka hasn't got a nose. He's ah, got like of course, a fucking yeah. nose hole. Yeah, yeah. I must have missed that because I, I saw like the greasy strangle put his finger in it. Yeah, so I wasn't sure it. if it was like the, the snout the... he was putting his finger in or taking it off. Get <laughs> <laughs> <It's fucking> gross. <laughs> yeah, he takes the, the 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 cardboard nose off. Yeah, right. And it's just a nose hole. So he's lost his nose somehow. So it's right, just this right, open okay. fucking festering yeah. wound. But yeah, the the boys they they want to go out and like party together. I think. Um, but I can't I can't remember why Oinka wants to why he upsets Big Ronnie. But somehow he upsets Big Ronnie, yeah. and uh, Big Ronnie is having none of it. So the Greasy Strangler goes and murders Oinka, yeah. um, which again is like it shouldn't be funny. But I was kind of chuckling to myself because he's Oh, I didn't know it was going to feel this good. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking, like, there's no resistance whatsoever. So he just kicks, um, Oinka's watching the TV, and Big Ronnie comes along, just boots the fucking door open, comes in, <laughs> as the greasy fucking strangler starts strangling him. He's like, oh my God, I'm going to die. This is it, I'm dying. And then, like, stops talking. Then he's all like, <gasps> oh, I just passed out for a minute. I'm so sorry. Uh, what's going on? Oh yeah, I'm dying. Oh. Oh, goes quiet again. Oh, I thought that was it, but it's not. Who would have thought this felt so good? Oh, and this goes on for again like three fucking four minutes of this weird fucking back and forth. Um, that I don't know. There's just something about how fucking dry and silly it is. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. stupid the situation is. Yeah, that just adds to like the humor. Yeah. Um, but big Ronnie again. Gets his fucking car wash on. In his car wash. 
<clears throat> and goes home and Braden is once again making sweet, sweet love with Janet. And we get to see that Braden, although he's called Big Braden, doesn't follow the uh, same genital uh, attributes attributes as his father. In fact, yeah. quite the opposite. Yeah. Whereas Big Ronnie has got a baby's arm as a member. Uh, <laughs> Big Braden has got more of a... I don't know how a to little, accurately describe it without being too offensive. A little, little, a little nubbin. <laughs> He's got a little nub. Yeah. Um, poor Braden and his nub. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it just looks so fucking weird. Yeah. The pair of them look so fucking weird. Yeah. Um, uh, look I like they, Yeah. The, <sighs> I have watched a significant amount of pornography in my years and I have never once in my life seen a penis that is quite as, uh, again, Big Braden, Big Braden, Big Ronnie is the same, where the foreskin comes right up to a point and it's a red tip point as well. I don't know if you paid that much attention. I didn't, uh, I didn't like pause it and zoom in and stuff. No. <laughs> Well, it's like, oh, is something wrong with his dick? Because it's got this, like, glowing <laughs> red fucking tip. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, they're, they're really bizarre penises. <laughs> I never thought I'd have this, a conversation this long about penises. In yeah, film. other yeah. people's penises as well. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. random fucking yeah. dudes' penises. Yeah. Um, We've talked about your ball sack a fair bit, but never, yeah. Yeah, never got into the realm of actual members. Yeah, no. Um, but Braden and Janet they manage to make it work and uh, Janet stays over the night well in the morning Big Ronnie's about and we get the oh, crazy great oh my god no. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Janet's downstairs making herself some uh, some breakfast and Big Ronnie comes down and I don't think he's wearing any clothes I, I think, think he's, he's walking around the house bollock naked yeah. and uh Asks her if she likes some grapefruit, and then tries to like seductively uh, insinuate some mad skills that he's got as um, a performer, where he pours grease <sighs> over said grapefruit, and then starts to like massage it uh, into the grapefruit, uh, and then he's like proper like finger banging oh, that grapefruit. <laughs> Um, uh, and then and then Big Ronnie gets a bit fucking creepy so uh, <laughs> Janet goes to the toilet and he's sitting outside like she can hear him coming so she's urinating and then she stops because she can hear somebody coming and the house is not very like uh, soundproof yeah. so she's, she's kind of you know waiting for somebody to walk past so she can continue a little stream Except he doesn't go anywhere. He's just sort of hovering outside the door. So she asks, who's there? Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's me. She's like, oh, I'm just trying to pee. And uh, he's all like, yeah, that's okay. I don't mind. She's like, uh, yeah, but he and his private. Yeah. <clears throat> he's like, oh, it's okay. I just need to brush my teeth. And then lets himself in. Yeah. So he's, he's like, it's okay. You can pee. I won't look. So she starts peeing again, being in mind he's bollock naked again yeah. in the fucking bathroom, trying to brush his teeth. 
looking straight at yeah. her while she's pissing. He doesn't even try to turn away. <laughs> he's trying just... like, to be like yeah. remotely discreet. Yeah. He's just looking at her, essentially grinning because he's got his teeth fucking gurning together. That's while the he's weirdest trying... teeth brush I've ever seen. Stuffing <laughs> his fucking teeth yeah. while he's just watching her piss. Um... <laughs> so, Janet. Uh, is now big, big Ronnie wants to put the moves on Janet. Big Ronnie is going to put the moves on Janet big time because he is well keen to fucking bang. Um, Brayden is like trying to ask him, you know, please don't fucking make it, don't be a smoothie, smoothie, I think yeah, he calls yeah, yeah. Don't be a smoothie, you're not going to be a smoothie with Janet. He said, No, 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 I just want to take her out in the town. I want to just suss her out, make sure she's good for you. I want to make sure she doesn't fuck you over because women will fuck you over. I don't want you to feel the heartbreak I felt when your mother left. So, Brayden asks, I made a note of this. Again, this is the like level of childish humor that we get. Yeah. Brayden asks, why did mum leave? And without a fucking second fucking, like, uh, there's no pause here. We go straight from, why Why did mum leave? To, used to crawl into bed and poop on her leg. <laughs> right. Which I know, repeating that, doesn't sound particularly yeah. funny. We're in the whole yeah, context, context yeah, of this yeah. fucking film. There was something about it that just absolutely rocked me when I was listening to it. Yeah. Um, Big Ronnie gets ready to go out on his little date and he wears possibly the worst outfit I could ever think to wear on a date. Yeah. Um, Big Ron, he's into like he's the king of disco. He loves disco. He's got all these stories about all these people he used to hang around with, and um, he decides he wants to take Janet to the disco, and he's put on like this onesie trouser top combo thing. Except there's like a big open area on the chest to show off his chest, and there's a big open area on the crotch, so you can just see this fucking baby arm, yeah. and. She's like not remotely phased by it in the slightest. Um, he takes a disco dancing where they do some really bizarre fucking dancing. Yeah. Um, sits on a park bench, tries to tell her a tale or two. And the whole time, all you can see is like the camera's panning back to see him talk. It's just this fucking cock. <laughs> it's just fucking sitting there while the pair of them are fucking talking. Anyway. Big Ronnie, smooth cat, goes home, starts banging fuck out of Janet. The pair of them having a fucking whale of a time while Big Braden's in the other room fucking crying. And the last thing I wrote down before I got too absorbed in the fucking film was while he's fucking boning away, Big Ronnie, and he's talking about how he shoots fucking ropes. He can shoot six or seven big, thick fucking ropes. He's the Spider-Man of Cocktown. This <laughs> 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 fucking 60-year-old baby arm fucking... <laughs> the Spider-Man of Cocktown. Oh, amazing. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't fucking take any more notes. I, I was done. I mean, why wasn't that on the box hat? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just what she just quoted on the back. Yeah. Big Ronnie, Spider-Man Spider of Cocktown. Um, uh, incredible. But yeah, uh, there's a bit of a rift, a bit of a drama then between Braden 
and Big Ronnie because obviously Braden's heartbroken. <laughs> the love of his life has gone and fucked his dad. And there's the one scene again where like uh, you can't help but sort of or I couldn't help but sort of be drawn to you're not accustomed to seeing people fully nude no, on no. the TV. Um, so when Janet and Braden have this conversation and Braden's here with this little nubbin and Janet's there with like this fucking six inch thick bush like this thing is like fucking massive it's ridiculous yeah. and I you know hey ladies it's your own fucking garden mm. you do what you want with it yeah. but this thing like is comically over the top yeah um <laughs> And the pair of them just sitting there, bark naked, chatting about how his dad's just had a whale of a time with it. Braden's all confused and asking all sorts of questions while Big Ronnie is in the background listening in. Um, Big Ronnie gets well pissed off. He's not happy in the slightest. So Greasy Strangler makes an appearance and Big Ronnie goes off on a mission. I'm not sure who he tries to strangle. Um, doesn't he strangle the guy, the blind guy from the car? That's wash, it. From the he goes to the car wash, car strangles wash. the blind guy in the car wash. Um, when he comes back and finds out that Janet is going to leave him and be with Braden, yeah. he loses his shit, becomes the greasy strangler, and then tries to attack uh, Janet. Yeah. Big Braden is aware that he believes his father's the fucking. As the greasy strangler takes Janet away, he slaps Braden, and this slap <laughs> knocks him out. He's, <laughs> he's on the floor. He's knocked the fuck out by this like slap from this sixty-year-old man. It's so fucking it's so funny. And I just then... remembered as well. There's a bit before this that we fucking completely forgot. So Braden thinks Braden and Janet get back together. Yeah, and Braden is convinced that his father's the greasy strangler and so he phones the, this hotline the greasy strangler hotline well big ronnie is pretending to be this detective and in terms of his costume he's prone some like really long yellow fingernails <laughs> he's got some fucking braces on his teeth some like clip-on braces yeah. some fake mustache and like, like it's one of the worst costumes you could ever possibly fucking clearly like. Ronnie, like. it's clearly the fucking big Ronnie. Mm. Um, but they they engage, they have this back and forth with Big Ronnie's just telling him, "Well, you're clearly mistaken. You should just let it go." Yeah. He's like, "Well, what do you say? What about this? What about this? You clearly mistaken. You should just let it go." Until eventually, they're all like, "Okay, well, I guess we're clearly mistaken, and we should let it go." And he leaves, goes outside, ducks down behind the fence to like then remove his fucking costume yeah. and put on his normal clothes and then walks back in the house? I think so. Possibly, yeah. As I say, I watched it like Friday night, so I'm a couple of days behind now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> Big Ronnie's pissed. Goes to take on uh, Janet, get rid of Janet. Becomes a greasy strangler. Goes to the fucking cinema where Janet's hiding and starts to like choke her out and murder her. 
Big Braden knows what's going on, so he decides that he's going to submerge himself in a vat of grease as well to like combat his father. Except the grease takes over, and the pair of them bask in Janet's demise. Yeah. Janet gets choked to death. Eyes pop out. They each share an eyeball. Yeah. Then they have this like really bizarre tender father son moment on the beach, yeah. where they're like talking about. You know how difficult it was to try and bring him up as a single father, and the time that Big Braden and Big Ronnie, when Big Braden was smaller, went on a boat with John Travolta, and they were going to open John and Ronnie's dance hall or some fucking thing like this completely preposterous fucking story, and uh, how John Travolta like turned to me and said, "You know what, Ronnie." You got a good kid there. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? He's like, John Travolta said that about me? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Then it gets really fucking weird, right? Yeah, okay, so the end really ending, bizarre right? at the end, yeah. Um, I'm not sure I fully understand the ending. I, so, I don't understand at all. <laughs> they both go full greasy strangler, right? Yeah. And they decide to murder the stepfather. So uh, Big Ronnie's wife, Braden's mum, left. To go out with this fitness gym coach guy. I can't and, remember his name, but his name is Genius. Yeah, um, I didn't write it down. So have a look if you can help us out. Ricky Pickles. Ricky Pickles, Ricky that's Pickles, it. Yeah. Ricky Pickles. Ricky Prickles uh, basically gives Brandon, Braden, Brandon, Braden a hard time. And, you know, calling him fat and picking on him and all the rest. And I think he says he, like, sexually assaulted him at some point yeah. as well. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told you I was 18. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they decide that, yeah, okay, we're going to team up and kill him. Um, so there's this whole, like, cut to them as greasy fucking strangler costumes chasing this guy through the fucking woods. He's like, ha you'll never catch me. I'm a fitness instructor. Ha And then, like, the pair of like, yeah, he falls over and, like, fucking breaks his leg, in which case they pounce and yeah. they gorge on him. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, it gets really fucking weird because then we see them non. Tied, yeah, they're like normal, not greasy strangler costumes. They're tied to poles with like two guys with rifles in like a firing squad sort of situation. But the greasy strangler selves are yeah. watching their non greasy yeah. selves yeah. be executed. Yeah. And whilst they uh, they get shot and then it pans to like each of their faces and like. They put this weird expression on, and then the top of the head explodes, and a lot of water shoots out of it. Yeah, like some glittery fucking rainbow yeah. water. Yeah, <laughs> they like like this confused look on their face before the top of their head just pops off. Yeah, rainbow water everywhere. Yeah, being in mind the greasy selves are watching them. So whether this is like the death of innocence or something, or whether you know it's just fucking it's is what it is. Symbolic thing shit. to say their real selves are now dead and they know just greasy full greasy killing machines at which point they turn to look at the camera and then proceed to make their weird growly noises and like poking of a spear at the cameras if they come in view cue fucking credits yeah um that is really all there is to it it isn't like there's no like plot twists no there's no um deep Crime drama element. No. It is just cock gags, yeah. gags, yeah. 
and horrible, grease. Horrible food stuff. <laughs> I can't. I can't let that go. Like it was fucking disgusting. Yeah, I was gonna say you're not a big fan of the whole like fluids thing, you. No, no, anything like so, that. Just yeah, and this particularly, this film in particular was this. Yeah, the idea of it being it. grease. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Honestly. But yeah, no, um, I fucking, I really dug this yeah. the second time round. Yeah, no, I loved it. I think if you go in with the clear mindset that it's not to be taken seriously in the slightest, yeah. it is just daft kind of fun. Mm, yeah. Um, and as long as you're not easily offended by fucking weird cocks flapping around. <laughs> there was like... <laughs> there was more penis in this film than I generally tend to sort of accept in my films you know what I mean there's a a bunch of cock in this it's ridiculous I'd say a good 55-60% of this is cock cock. yeah yeah totally yeah Um, but yeah it's done in such a way that like you can't help but laugh. Yeah, no, um, like I said, when your big Ronnie's getting fucking blow dried and this thing is just fucking flapping. Just... <laughs> oh, it's the, it's all of it. It's the bit when he's screaming and he's got those like big rubber things just flapping all over him. Slapping the yeah. fuck out of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it is fucking. I really yeah, dig yeah. this. It's so good. Um, I think he made another film called um, something to do with Beverly Loughlin. Uh, who are we gone? An evening with Beverly Loughlin. That's the one. I might have to watch that again because, again, I wasn't sold on this. That I like. I enjoyed it when I watched it. I thought it was a bit fucking weird. Mm. But now that I've changed my opinion on. The Greasy Strangler, like I am full in Greasy Strangler camp now, whereas before I didn't quite get it. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe I need to revisit an evening with Beverly Loughlin. Yeah. I think I'm going to, that's going to be my new like introduction as well to the podcast, thinking about it. I'm just going to be all like, uh, hello and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Groovy Goodies podcast. I am your host, Spider Man of Cocktown, Mr. Reese Graves. <laughs> Yeah, please do that. That's amazing. <laughs> that could be our uh, new jingle. Uh, <laughs> I'll just have to... Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man of Cocktown. He shoots ropes, several ropes, ropes of ropes, ropes to come. <laughs> yeah, he's Spider-Man of Cocktown. Uh, yeah. Oh, amazing. New jingle. <laughs> Look at that, my new jingle machine. I am. I can't help it. Like, that's the job I need. I need somebody to listen to this podcast, <laughs> see the absolute fucking gold I come up yeah. with, and offer me a job doing a jingle for something. The limitless potential yeah. that Spider-Man and Cocktown I mean, just came up with. We could make a wicked duo, because I could be all like, okay, I got the fucking words, yeah. I got the fucking bars, I'm going to spit some fucking... And you could be there and do the music for me. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Easy. <laughs> we'll be away. Yeah, you get paid pretty good money for doing the adverts yeah. too, because it's like every time it fucking plays, you get a like a little percent credit of some yeah, description. Yeah. yeah, so let's do it, man. Let's get a jingle. Let's start up our jingle company. First one, Spider-Man cocktail. <laughs> it's just a Spider-Man. I don't know theme. who we're gonna sell yeah. that to. It's just a Spider-Man theme, but you've just added cocktail into it. Yeah, 
excuse me, Marvel, uh, the next Spider-Man film. Spider-Man's getting on a bit now. He's got to be ready to fucking pound, have not he? He's got to be ready to get laid. He's been trying for a while. I've got just the jingle you need. Yeah, I'm sure they go for that, man, definitely. Yeah. Just think, to be featured in a Marvel film without a little jingle. I know. And I wouldn't even know after to write the music for it. I could just take the music from the Spider-Man theme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I imagine they got the rights to it, so it'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Right, well, yes, that was our take on the Greasy Strangler. Strangler, at last. Um, I hope that if you are remotely interested in it, you check it out, because I do truly believe that it is worth your time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, If you do check it out and you hate it, then it doesn't matter. You've still got plenty of years left to watch some more films, and you'll probably forget about it in no time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Life. (laughs) Indeed. Finds a way. <laughs> Just to chuck some Jurassic Park in there. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Um, um, so yeah, what are we going to do next, man? Next episode. Yeah, up to you. Um, we can dip into the Invisible Man stuff. We were talking about potentially doing doing the Universal and then Hollow Man. Um, double feature. Double feature. Double creature feature dip. Yeah, yeah man, I keep that. Good with that. Yeah. Cool. So um, there we are. Next episode will be we'll do a double feature. We will briefly discuss the uh, Universal Monsters Invisible Man movie before dipping into a Hollow Man um, starring the legendary Kevin Bacon, whose penis you also get to see. Way more penis. More penis. Um, I remember being really impressed. Because I mean, not necessarily with with Kevin Bacon's penis. (laughs) Yeah, Um, because this was like early CGI days, right? So I'd gone to the cinema to watch it. I'm sure we must have discussed this before. Um, And there's a scene where once he's invisible, obviously you can't see him, but he falls into, gets pushed into, or tricked into falling into a swimming pool. And when he comes out, he's obviously got the water coming off him, so you get to see the the outline of his body. And they include his penis, and I was like, wow, that's taken somebody some time and effort to like. Yeah. you know CGI do penis in there. a green screen penis like yeah. um you know kudos to the guy who did that yeah. and just being like looked at by the people i went to cinema like there was something wrong with me because i was focused on the penis <clears throat> it's the only takeaway from the film <laughs> yeah so well, i wasn't focused on the penis i just happened to notice it and i'm giving fucking credit where credit's yeah. due that's could all. you do a fucking green screen penis yeah. no i just noticed it and then that's all i thought about for the rest of the film <laughs> That's all I took out of this so we could discuss on the way home. Hey, guys, did you see the penis? <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah, I think that's enough penis talk yeah, for one yeah. episode. I'm, I'm done with penises for now. <laughs> I think we've talked more dick this episode than we have in our entire Groovy Coolies podcast career. I don't know, man. I think we do bring up dick quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, there's a lot of dick talk in the Street Trash episode, as far as I can remember. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the throwing dick around. Yeah, yeah. Classic dick. <laughs> right, we said we were done with penis, and we just carried on. <laughs> right. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, follow us on... Uh, well, we got the Instagram bumper. Fucking... So, bumper. Bumper. Bumper demo take one. Oh, this is the actual bumper, man. I'm going to use this. <laughs> <laughs>
So the episode is about finished, and uh, you're wondering what to do yourself. Well, you should come over and check us out on Instagram, because that's where all the cool cast hang out. Uh, find us at Groovy Ghoulies Podcast. That's at G-R-O-O-V-Y-G-H-O-U-L-I-E-S Podcast. I'm not going to spell podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I post like films and shit, and you can like answer our questions and possibly be in our episodes yes. for our Instagram to fill a bit. Yes, we don't have a Facebook anymore, which is no why Facebook, we've got a new bumper. No Twitter, because that's for losers. The real cool kids are all hanging out on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. We don't do any other social medias, really. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Amazing. Rat in. That's it for this evening. For this, for this evening. Fuck me. Try again. <laughs> Thank you for joining mm. us. That was our greasy strangler episode. Mm. Thank you. Bye bye. Peace. Bye. Yeah.